The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, a shortfall in licence-free revenue uh, could find RTE trying to fill a hole that could be as big as €61 million Euro by the end of next year. You also heard that yesterday Chief Financial Officer Richard Collins has announced his resignation, while Kevin Backer has told staff that a cost-cutting plan would include voluntary redundancies and while selling off land remains an option, the broadcaster will not be moving from the headquarters in Dublin 4. Uh, joining me now is uh, Fionnán Sheen, who's Ireland editor of The uh, Independent. Fionnán, good morning. Good morning, Pat. What do RTE have to do today? So they're they're heading back into the, the Public Accounts Committee, which is still delving into the, the Ryan Tuberty uh, payments affair and will also be then be switching its attention to what's to come next. So there's still at loggerheads over some documentation attached to the, the, the Ryan Tuberty 75 grand a year, uh, three year deal with Renault paid for out of the barter account now infamously. Uh, the, the meeting where that was initially agreed, there is a, a note attached to that. RT are claiming it comes under legal privilege because it was a lawyer president, uh, and that therefore it can't be released. The Public Accounts Committee are saying their legal advice is that it, it can be released, so that'll doubtless be, be be played out. That that seems to be kind of the, the tail end there, and they also want more detail on, on uh, forensic examinations previously of the, the barter accounts and how no 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 warning uh, signs were were spotted uh, there previously. But the the focus of the committee would also be on okay, so what what's to come next? And because there is still significant uh, exchequer funding from the taxpayer on the table to to go to RTE, uh, they want to know a what will be done uh, in in return in terms of of cost savings, cutbacks, and efficiencies in the national broadcaster, as well as enhanced transparency to ensure that there can't be a repeat uh, of the previous uh, financial debacle in the organization. So it would appear that that yesterday's staff meeting that Kevin Backhurst held was largely speaking just preemptive ahead of his appearance before the Public Accounts Committee because he had no no specific details uh, to to offer to 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 the staff uh, on what's coming down the, the track. Uh, he was signaling that there would be a voluntary redundancy program, that there wouldn't be compulsory redundancies, but he didn't have any detail on it. He said that there was a plan to come uh, at the end of October or in November. Now, we had previously been expecting this plan before the budget, but that, that didn't happen. And RTE's... Now, their, their financial issues didn't necessarily improve yesterday. Even before the whole uh, financial scandal emerged, RTE were saying they were they were down thirty four million this year. They were in saying they needed this emergency funding to carry them through the rest of the year, and the government has basically just given them sixteen million uh, out of out of that request. And then we know that they're going to be down. An estimated 61 million between this year and next year in terms of a shortfall in license fee revenue on foot of people refusing to, to pay their license fee because uh, of what emerged uh, from the scandal. And we know that now that government says it has got 40 million on the table, provided RTE come up with a substantial cost cutting plan. So we know that at the very least, they're going to have to come up with 21 million. 
and we know that there's another 18 million there that they were mm. they were claiming they were going to be down uh, already and there's no word on where where that money is coming from so what we are expecting from the cost cutting plan is there will be voluntary redundancies compulsory redundancies are a very touchy issue within the public sector the, the unions wouldn't wouldn't allow that to be massive opposition across the public sector and well, to, to sector compulsory sector. redundancies. To but, compulsory, yeah. yeah, but voluntary redundancies <laughs> have happened again and again. See, I go, I go back far enough to remember when politicians were telling RT to hire people, as they told the ESB to hire people when unemployment was high, and then you know the RT would maybe run a bit short, and they'd be looking for uh, an increase in the license fee. And they'd have to have a redundancy program to get rid of the people they never needed in the first place. But what they had to recruit because they were ordered to do so by the politicians. There's an awful lot of history here and, you know, sanctimonious uh, breast beating by politicians. But a lot of RT's difficulties actually start in the political system. Well, they will. And that will continue as well. So if you if you look at what's to come uh, in the in the next month or so, now Kevin Backers is already ruling out moving from Montrose. But but if, for example, uh, there was to be a sell off of of the Montrose campus, I'm I'm sure there would be objections from the union then because you'd be discommoding uh, a, a lot of people and there'd be some political interference, no no doubt there. If they're to close down any of their regional operations, there'll be objections from from regional uh, TDs. If there was to be compulsory redundancies, that would be politically blocked as well. So you're you're kind of looking at the list of options that that RT can come up with in terms of bringing about cost savings, and wondering how you can do that without substantial layoffs and potential privatization of sections of the organisation, such as selling off to FM. And then that comes with a whole host of political difficulties uh, at, attached. So it, it looks like the, the options uh, are, are pretty limited. And what we know from RTE and from many other organizations is that the big cost-cutting measures do involve delaying off of staff. Otherwise, you, you, you can't do it. You can, mm. you can shut down a particular section all you want, but if you're, if you're just moving the staff to another part of the organization, then you don't uh, get the, the, the cutting of costs mm. that, that you were trying to See, achieve. Yeah, you know, when we go back to the uh, saga that unfolded during the summer and we heard about flip-flops and trips to matches and all the rest of it, add up all of that stuff. And it doesn't amount to a hill of beans in terms of the deficit no. that RT has. So although it's a stick to beat RT with, and rightly so, that perhaps they're a little bit profligate in, in some of these areas, that's not where the problem lies. The problem is maybe much more systemic. And there's a further problem coming down the line, and that is all the people who should have been in good jobs in RTE but were kept on as part-time contractors. And that is still, that's going to be tested by revenue in the courts and all the rest of it uh, and it could be it could turn out to have been the most expensive mistake that RT made rather than flip-flops or anything else yeah at, at the very least we know that there is a substantial tax liability uh, emerging from that saga and we don't yet have the the full figure on that uh, in in terms of th- that issue uh, of contractors that effectively were being employed illegally because they 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 shouldn't have been contractors they they effectively should have been been staff and they were in effect staff but they weren't being paid uh, or tax paid on them 
as staff. So that issue is is still there, and that's a massive elephant in the room because that will be another issue that RT has to address, and it's unclear where that funding uh, mm-hmm. is 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 going to to come from. So you know, we we wait now and and see what Kevin Backhurst uh, and the executive team are going to uh, come up with in in the next month uh, in terms of, of the overall strategic vision for the organization. There may be a sell-off of, of part uh, of the land uh, at Montrose. They got 100 million odd in the, the last time that they sold off a trench. There's no real sign of, of that money <clears throat> being put to any, any great purpose uh, over the, over the past uh, five years, as in there's, there's no legacy project to, to show from it. So again, whatever uh, revenue is, is raised from that, it, it won't be for investment purposes. It will literally be, be to pay off debts or, or shortfalls elsewhere. Mm. Some of the texts come in. Why do we need RT anymore? The public service excuse is dead. Don't Virgin and News Talk provide public service broadcasting? I don't want to pay a license fee so RT can make a programme about Francis Brennan going on holidays and call it public service broadcasting. There's a big misunderstanding, I think. Sometimes programmes are made because they make money. The advertising that surrounds them pays for them and more than pays for them. And something like Francis Brennan going on holiday or at your service or whatever it might be probably are profitable in in the round. Whereas a drama, uh, which is enjoyed by huge numbers of people, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people every week, probably might never make money. Yeah, but that, that's part of, of RTE's problem. And they've, they've used that as an excuse uh, up until now to to not be transparent uh on on their their finances by constantly saying that oh we we can't provide detail on that because that's commercially sensitive and that's a revenue earning part of the organization so part of the restructuring is is going to be uh, almost a a a, a an important paper exercise in showing this is what you directly get in return for your license fee. This is what it is paying for. And this over here is the, the commercial side of the organization. And that's what Francis Brennan going on holidays is about. It costs this amount uh, to put that on. This is the amount of revenue uh, that we earned in terms of advertising and sponsorship. And that's how it, it paid for itself. So uh, parts of the organization, like the orchestra and, and the news division and so on, that will be on, on one side of the balance sheet and the and the entertainment side yeah. uh, will be will be on the other because we saw this with Toy Show the musical in the last 12 months when the questions were being asked how much did this raise have you lost money on it RTE were consistently refusing to provide any answers to any of that it was widely known within the organization that it had been a complete and utter flop it had been a disaster and it took the payment scandal for all of that detail to emerge, that actually it had lost two million mm. quid, that it was being parked, that it was never going to happen yeah. again. And but that it, had, again, had misguided. you know, sometimes you have to speculate to accumulate. And had it been done properly and everything about it, when you looked at it, it's the, the venue of it, the kind of expense that was involved, the fact that the kids might be going along to this expecting to see Ryan Tuberty there and he was never in, in, the, in the loop about this thing at all. I mean, it was just so badly conceived. Um, had it been well conceived, it could have made money. Well, had it been <clears throat> maybe conceived on on a smaller level, if you're if you're yeah. going to go down that route uh, of of hosting events, maybe don't go for a, a, on a big massive scale 
go for go for something small or see how you how you get on make sure that you don't lose them. so yeah obviously i mean even in terms of putting programs on they they need to be able to experiment in terms of we're going to try this uh style of format of program if it works we continue on with it if, if it doesn't by trial and error we'll learn from it and and we'll 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 move on the issue with toy show the musical was that it was on such a a massive scale that it seemed to be a, a an enormous gamble uh, to take and it backfired badly. Now you'd have to say, hopefully that won't uh, prevent the organization from going down that, that route in the future, but there will have to be some sort of, of safeguarding within, within the room uh, of when, when such uh, ideas are, are being conceived to, to ensure uh, that you, you don't just end up with a, a massive white elephant. And the, another text from Fiona, RT have just stopped spending money. That isn't sustainable. Where is the change? Where are the actions to make it more efficient? Why are they any different to all the other companies that had to shed staff to try and stay in the black? I'm sick of it. Nothing has changed, according to Fiona in Dublin. I, I mean, uh, root and branch examination, I, I remember all the time when cutbacks had to be done over the years, they bring in the consultants. So what happens with consultants, I mean, it's, it's kind of a cynical process, but you bring in consultants, you tell them what you'd love to do yourself, but you haven't got the guts or the ability to kind of face down all the opposition that will come from within an organization. So you tell the consultants what you think you should do. Then the consultants give you back your own information and it becomes a report. And then you can act. I know I'm a bit being a bit cynical, but that's about the height of it. Yeah, and we have three major consultancy reports on into the organization uh, at the moment being conducted uh, for government. Uh, they won't be reporting back on, until next year. In the meantime, we're supposed to have a strategic vision in the absence uh, of, of those uh, reports um, being, being furnished. So that will tie into the future prospects. So on the one hand, RT is now being told to come up with a cost-cutting plan and a strategic vision. And on the other hand, they're not really being told uh, what's what's the future uh, holds in, in terms of anything that these reports come back and recommend to government and government future policy in terms of funding of the organization. So the funding model might could well change uh, over the next couple of years in terms of adjustments to, to the TV license, either more or less money uh, coming in, different caveats being attached uh, to funding, that's not the, the issue at the moment. At the, at the moment, it is it is just the crisis coming down the track. But let's remember, five months ago, RTE were on the brink of getting the most significant change uh, in terms of their revenue model for generations because the Minister for Media, Catherine Martin, was about to bring a memo to Cabinet on changing the, the funding model for RTE then the 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 uh, the crisis hit uh, and all of that got got yeah. parked now given the the lack of curiosity on the minister's part when she was told there was a, a major issue going on uh, within the organization since since march it it isn't inconceivable that that memo would have gone to cabinet and a government decision would have been made and government would have had enormous credibility problems then uh, if they'd gone ahead okay. uh, with that. All right, we leave it there. Fiona Sheen, Ireland Editor with The Independent. Uh, thank you very much for uh, joining us. Uh- the Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.